Shoppers today have higher expectations than ever before. They're used to the ease of one-click checkout. They want to buy online and pick up in the store. Two-day shipping is commonplace, and if these expectations aren't met, they'll take their business elsewhere. What should retailers be doing to meet these incredibly high expectations? I'm Greg Thomas from Workday, and today on the Workday podcast, we're talking about retail trends. I'm excited to have a special guest with me who's an expert in the retail space. Mark, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Mark Schmeli, and I'm the National Sector Leader for Consumer Retail at KPMG. It's great to be here. Why don't we just start a little bit with your background? How did you come to be a, a retail advisor? Well, I've been, um, I've been working with uh, consumer retail companies all my career, uh, probably for the last 25 years, everything from back office transformation to performance improvement. Uh, I've been fortunate to work with some of the greatest retailers and consumer products companies in the world, and uh, I now lead our uh, consumer retail practice for our U.S. firm. So let's dive into it then. So retail is rapidly evolving, especially around brick and mortar plus online. Absolutely. It's clearly changed. Um, you know, today we've got a lot more millennial and, and Gen Z shoppers, right? And and when they shop, a lot of them are just, you know, they're not even going into retail stores. They're, they're buying everything on their mobile. Uh, but when they do go to, into the store, they're looking at, you know, product reviews, they're looking at recommendations, they're looking at specifications, um, and that's the way people are shopping. It's truly a multi-channel shopping experience, right? If you're, you're a mom, you're buying online and, and picking up in, in, at, uh, at the store or having it delivered, it's all around convenience. So it's all around convenience, it's all around speed, uh, and it's all around information. And I think especially the younger shoppers they seem to be doing so much more in terms of product research and what's the good, what are the benefits going to be for me. So it's a very different experience than maybe when I grew up. We hear a lot in retail about omni-channel and the importance of delivering that kind of experience. And you know, it's a necessity at this point. Right. You know, consumers expect it, but employees are a big part of this as well. So. How do retailers ensure that consistent omni-channel experience and, and making sure their employees are, are equipped and trained to right. deliver it? Yeah, when I think about omni-channel um, and, and, and experience of, of, of consumers, uh, like I said, I, I think about you buy in store, you, you buy online, uh, you buy on your mobile handheld, but also across those, those customer journey points. And I think it's absolutely critical for retailers to get that experience consistent. And it's interesting, right? If we were having this conversation, pick your number of years right. ago, all those things wouldn't necessarily come up in, right. in a conversation about retailer or lots of exactly. other industries as well. And the organizations, the retailers that don't get it and that can't um, achieve that promise to their consumers, um, they're, they're not gonna be able to retain those, those, those consumers. And um, you know, in today's fast moving social media world, you know, one blip along that continuum, that, that customer journey can really cause brand in, uh, issues for, uh, for those companies. Yeah, and I, I think we've all had those experiences where Absolutely. something just didn't quite go right. right and it leaves a bad taste. You know, Completely. I don't think about, I'm gonna think about not shopping at the same place next and time. And people talk about it. And people talk about right. it, absolutely. For those, those ones, maybe especially who are trying to bring folks into the store, you know, engaging retail experiences, how do folks set themselves apart in, a, in experiential yep. retail? You know, when you think about uh, how e-commerce has really reduced the differentiators around price, around assortment, and things like that, and even convenience, those retailers have to do more mm. in terms of achieving uh, that unique experience. And so you think about, um, you know, creating uh, 
you know, an opportunity for companies to discover. So a, a going to a bookstore to discover um, something that you didn't really think that you wanted to have, but now you have that. Or a, a great shopping experience where uh, the, the, the store staff can provide real recommendations on how to use the product or how to, how to wear a jacket. Um, or a big box retailer really providing inspiration uh, for, for the consumer around what a kitchen might look like or what a bathroom might look like. Those are the types of things that um, will change a customer's view from transactional loyalty to, to a deeper level of, of loyalty that will retain those customers in the long term. I know for me, my local hardware store, they, they know the houses in my neighborhood. And when I go in there and I talk to them, they get it and they, right. they point me to the right aisle and they, they, you know, some of those folks even helped build the houses, you know, a few years back. That's and, and, a different level of knowledge that, that consumers are looking for and they're willing, uh, to, in many cases, to pay for that. I think in the future, you're going to see more uh, use of technology and virtual reality, augmented reality to, to take a look at what your living room is going to look like with new furniture or new paint colors. Yeah, it's fascinating. I've, I've played with some of those things where, like, yep. what does this couch look like in, right. in my living room? And it really is a, a pretty great way to get Absolutely. a sense of it. Absolutely. Let's talk about what some people call deep retail and, and getting very personalized with, with individual shoppers. What are the challenges facing retailers as they try to understand more and more what a consumer wants and, and perhaps even before the consumer knows. Yeah, yeah. I think when, when I think about deep real retailing, um, I, I really think about, one, understanding the customer, uh, and then, two, creating the right experience uh, for that consumer. And, and when you think about understanding the, the customer, it's it, a lot of retailers have data points around you know, purchase point of sale data, purchase data, browsing history, but they're not really able to attribute that to, you know, purchases in store without a really deep uh, and robust loyalty program. And and when you get to the experience from a personalization perspective, you know, if you're in store, how if you're a retailer, how do you have better customer profiles that really better understand you and I as customers of one, um, as well as tailored offerings that you and I would appreciate. Um, and when you're online, how do you drive consistent content, recommendations, uh, and promotions that are that are meant for me? I think there's nothing more frustrating than where you or I get get promotions from from a retailer that really don't know me or don't really have anything to do with me. So okay. um, it, it's a key point from, from a, that deep retail perspective. Yeah. And there's a lot of sensitivity in that, right? Yeah. Not, not only do I not want those recommendations that clearly aren't meant for me, right. you know, I'm not a, a 10-year-old boy, those those pants aren't going to fit, but also doing it in a way that feels respectful of, of my privacy right. and my own kind of Absolutely. preferences. Absolutely. And th that privacy and, and customer trust is is everything in the, in the retail world. So let's, let's switch a bit to technology. We've, we've touched on it, but how do those those cloud platforms empower yeah. retailers to make better decisions, to, to get uh, value out of the data they have, and do this in, in, in a world of really thin margins? You know, from my view, uh, when I look at, you know, cloud-based platforms like Workday, like Finance or, or HR, those are core platforms that drive consistency and standardization around process uh, and data. We see that cloud platform, that core layer of HR and finances as, as the foundational layer. But then when you add on things like AI and, and advanced data and analytics to really drive better forecasting with, with, without bias, uh, improve uh, pricing optimization and margin optimization and look at promotions in a different way that through machine learning can really drive big value for organizations. Yeah. It's hard to imagine 
sorting through and being able to make use of that data without the cloud because it's coming from so many different endpoints. You have to have the data to be able to use it. Completely, right. Let's switch into to talent, right? Um, retailers, it's a really competitive space and, and there's a lot of turnover, perhaps especially among the, the frontline workers. So, so what are retailers doing and what challenges do they face to, to build loyalty in, in their workforce? I think a couple things. One, you know, especially with millennials and now Gen Z's coming up through, um, through the pipe here, um, they're looking for organizations that have consistent values, that have missions and, and goals that are consistent with their beliefs. And so I think um, having those types of, of understanding of what, what those, those you know, millennial employees want is, is really important and having that connection to the core values and Getting missions, that alignment. Absolutely, that alignment is absolutely critical. And it has to be real, right? It, it has it, to be it, real. It can't absolutely. just be words on a page. Absolutely. Um, I think compensation does play a role. You can see what's happened with a lot of the retailers that where they've increased compensation or changed compensation for the better. Um, that's had a big impact on retention. I also think that having, and we see it in our business, is is really having a defined career path uh, and, and the ability to move within an organization. A lot of the leaders of some of these largest retail organizations started in the front line in the stores. They understand what customers want. They understand the core of the business and allowing them to have career paths that that kind of wander through the organization and give them new opportunities for growth uh, and frankly, new opportunities for the organization. Those are those yeah. are key aspects. Have you seen any good examples of, of, of retailers trying to really create those learning opportunities to, to bring folks along in those types of career paths? Yeah, you know, t- to me, what, what I've seen, uh, a couple things. One, um, strong mentorship um, from, from a leadership perspective. I've also seen reverse mentoring as well, which is really interesting where you give some of the younger employees the opportunity to, to mentor uh, leaders and it brings different perspectives uh, and brings different value propositions to both the leaders and those employees that really kind of brings the organization together. I could see that being really valuable Absolutely. in retail. What about back to technology, machine learning, robotics, creating new ways to to create retail experiences or chatbots or smart stores, mm-hmm. smart speakers? Uh, what do retailers need to be doing today to, to maximize those technologies? And, and what's further out, do you think? So um, I think for a lot of organizations, it's tough to jump to AI and some of these advanced digital capabilities without that foundation that we talked about earlier. You walk before you can so, so I think you've, you've got to have that platform that, that drives consistency across data, uh, across processes. So I think that's, that is the foundation. Uh, but what we're seeing a lot of retail and, and consumer products companies really leverage uh, AI to, to, to drive um, ac- you know, more accurate forecasts, financial forecasts, uh, merchandise planning, um, to take the bias out of that. So we worked with one company that we, we took you know, 10 years of historical data, but then augmented with external signals. We increased their forecast accuracy by 430 basis points and reduced the cycle time by almost 40%. When I think about robotics, we already see robotics in the distribution centers, in the warehouses. We're starting to see it much more in the, in the core stores, right? Looking at labels, um, looking at out of stocks. I think you'll see more and more, especially in stores, beacons and sensors to sense when you and I are coming to the store and alert clerks to personalized offers that might be relevant for us. So I'm going to rewind a a little bit. 
So you, you've touched on data in, in a number of different ways. And so I want to bring it back to, to the customer's data. Retailers have and house a, a massive amount of, of customer data. What do they need to be thinking around, about around data privacy and, and protection so that, so that customers know their data is safe? Yeah, it's a big issue. and We deal with this every day with, with our clients. I think the first step they need to do is take inventory of what data they do have, how they're using it, and frankly, how they're governing that. I think that's a great first step. I think a lot of organizations really, you know, across the enterprise don't really understand how much customer, how much supplier data that they do have and how they're even using that. Uh, from a privacy perspective, beyond GDPR, we're seeing more and more regulatory like CCPA in California. We're going to see more of that. So it's going to be incumbent upon retailers to, to really have plans for how they deal with that. Um, and I think a lot of uh, organizations, I'll say, have cyber fatigue. But I think what we're telling our clients is don't let up, right? Because um, customer trust is everything. And um, data privacy is no longer just a regulatory mandate. It's, it's, a, it's a demand from your customers. So, you know, make sure that you've got the right proactive cyber and security programs in place to protect customer and supplier data, uh, as well as those kind of plan Bs for when that, it's not a matter of if for a lot of companies, it's when that breach might occur and how you deal with that. But the, the more they can do to better understand where that data is, how they're using it, and how they're governing that uh, will place big dividends in terms of uh, proactive, uh, you know, preventive maintenance for, for some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I like the way you, you talked about that because you, you've been touching on the notion of the, you have a relationship with a retailer. Absolutely. Right? And, and right. I want to trust in this relationship. And, and if there's a data breach, then, yeah. then that's going to impact trust. You may so, not go back there. Yeah, so what can a retailer do to make right. sure that they're, they're both covering the bases, but then, as you said, having that plan in place exactly. to, to handle it. So this is fascinating. We could talk about this all day, uh, but let, let's let's wrap it up. So if if you were talking to a, a consultant, a tech consultant in the retail space, what would you advise that they do? Top three things, say over the next year. We do this all the time. Uh, we've talked to retailers about this this exact topic. I think um, one I would say is get that foundational base in play, right? Whether it's finance, whether it's HR, that is the core cloud platform that, that drives consistency, connects the enterprise. Um, it drives consistency in both data and process. It, have that in place because it's very difficult to do some of the other things that, we're, that we B were talking about. Build the about. foundation. Build a foundation. Um, two is think about the, tech, the digital technologies that are going to uh, impact your customers around personalization uh, and, and as well as look at tools like AI that can have both impact on your business performance as well as uh, impacting your, your customers. Um, and I think as well as we, you need to consider the security and, and the privacy. Our retailers can't let down. That is going to continue to be a challenge for them and don't let that go down. And I think lastly, what I would say is, what I tell all my clients is, keep with your, your technology roadmap, implementing that, but never stop experimenting with new ideas around technology and how it can impact your business and impact your customers. Thanks for joining me today, Mark. That's all the time we have. Thanks for having me. If you'd like to watch the video version of In Good Company, please visit Workday's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash workday. <laughs>